What's up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for February 22nd, 2023. Let's take a look at today's Philly Sports Black History Spotlight. Today, we're going to spotlight the Philadelphia Giants. They were a Negro League team from about 1902 to 1911. Uh, they were organized by Walter Strichter, who was a white sports writer, Saul White, a former Negro League player, and Harry Smith, who was a sports editor for the Philadelphia Tribune, which is still in publication today. During their time, and they were only around for a short time, but they were one of the best teams, uh, winning five Eastern Championships in six years. They played their games at Columbia Park at 29th and Cecil B. Moore. Uh, the Philadelphia A's actually played there, so the Giants would play when the A's were away. Just a kind of ironic uh, combination there that the Giants and the A's played at the same field, considering they're both in the Bay Area. But just uh, one of those weird little quirks. But the team disbanded in 1911 when some of the guys started to leave and go to some of the other uh, there was a couple teams in Philly and then just some other teams around the area. But just like yesterday with the Stars, I want to make sure I give a shout out to the guys who played on the Philadelphia Giants who are actually in the Hall of Fame. Saul White, John Harry Lloyd, Pete Hill, Frank Grant, and Rube Foster. So shout out to you guys for your contributions and helping to integrate the major leagues eventually. Uh, you guys were sort of the pioneers and the forerunners, and I want to make sure that their names get out there and you, you guys know about them. So shout out to the Philadelphia Giants. They weren't around long, but they were good, and they had a great impact on the city. All right, quick Flyers update because we haven't done one in a while. And they lost yesterday to the Jets 4-2, to uh, but they I mentioned before that they were sort of in that NHL purgatory and I kind of took a deep dive this morning to see just exactly how much of a purgatory they're in and so right now they're they're 24th out of 32 teams which could not be any more in the middle for what they're trying to do and I know we've talked a lot about them trying to get the draft pick so they're only nine points from getting into the top five and having a better chance of moving up and getting one of those uh, franchise changing players. Um, obviously you want one of the top three, but uh, so they're nine points from that and having that better shot, which currently they're eighth in the whole, they'd have the eighth pick in the draft, but they also are only eight points out of the final wild card spot in the Eastern conference. So they are smack dab right in the middle of where they want to be. And, uh, did some deep dive into the draft and the NHL, the way they do it. So the Flyers want to be in the top 10 or bottom 10, I should say, in order to have a shot at one of those top draft picks uh, because I guess you can only move up 10 spots. So if you were 12th or 13th, the highest you can move up is to the third pick. Um, so that's definitely important. They're kind of slumping a little bit in their past 10 games trade deadlines coming up so it definitely is going to be worth monitoring to see how they're able to trade off some of these pieces because i definitely do not see them being buyers especially after what tortorella said a couple weeks ago about we're just not there yet we're playing hard we're doing this but we are just not ready to compete yet so i, I very much so don't see them being buyers at the trade deadline but I'm anxious to see what they're able to pull off or sell off and bring back in in return. Um, 
but there is a I forget the name of the website now I was playing around with it and they do basically a lottery simulator so I ran it like 20 times and out of the 20 to 25 times I ran it the Flyers got the first pick one time so currently where they're at they have a six percent chance of getting it um so we definitely want them to move down to to increase those odds Ironically enough, most of the time they stayed to eight, but like five or six times they actually moved down one pick to nine, which was not good. So for the Flyers' sake, what we need is for them to sell off some of those pieces at the trade deadline and then get the young guys to play hard, but just not hard enough to win and and get one of those draft picks. Um, If you want more on tanking, I did a Back to the Future um, a few months ago on whether the benefits of tanking and how do teams get better. So be sure to check that out. But that's kind of what started this whole Flyers tanking talk. And we haven't revisited in a while because they actually got hot and started winning. Um, But now that they're coming back to earth, there's no way they're going to fall down into the top three. But there is a possibility that they're able to somehow win that lottery pick and get – Get one of them. So we shall see, but it's something over the next few weeks we'll continue to monitor. All right, so today, let's go back to 2001. Um, And on this day, February 22nd in 2001, it probably was a very, if thinking back on it, it was a very divisive yet also pivotal day in this team's season. And the Sixers traded for Dikembe Mutombo this day. Uh, they ended up receiving Matumbo and Rashawn McLeod for Theo Ratliff, Tony Kukoc, Nazir Muhammad, and Pepe Sanchez. Um, but ultimately, essentially, the trade was Dikembe for Theo Ratliff. And it wasn't as popular as you might think. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, you're going to mess up the chemistry of the team. Because at that point, the Sixers were 41-14, had the best record in the league with Ratliff. Um and they were, again, a lot of the people that were against this talked about the chemistry of the team. Ratliff had le- was leading the league in blocks. He had career highs in minutes, points, and rebounds. However, he did have a stress fracture in his wrist at the time. So he was on the injured list. So he wasn't able to play in the All-Star game. And there was just a lot more uh, of him not playing. So I-, I think what Billy King did at the time was he, he made a move that not only would benefit them in the short term in the Eastern Conference, but it would help them compete with the teams in the West who all had big guys. Specifically, the Lakers were probably the the favorites to win at the time. Um, And it paid off dividends right away. So in his games, I think it was like 26 games with the Sixers, Dikembe averaged almost 12 points, 12 rebounds, and and 2.5 blocks a game. Um, it was a drop-off in blocks from Theo, but he had way more offensive. And there was a lot of games. We've covered a lot of games so far in this day in Philly sports history from that 2000-2001 team where Theo didn't necessarily light up the stat sheet with rebounds. But Dikembe came in and did that immediately. Uh, he was even better once the playoffs started. He averaged 13-13-3. and Um and had basically his best day was Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final, 23 points, 19 rebounds, and 7 blocks. So obviously right there, they got to the finals to play the Lakers, and the tra- the trade paid off. Um, and in the, then in the finals, the Lakers obviously were a great team. The only game they lost that playoffs was the Sixers. Um, but... 
Dikembe averaged 16 points, 12 boards in the finals, and obviously he played Shaq as tough as anybody could have played Shaq at that point. The Sixers were able to steal game one. So on this day, the Sixers traded Theo Ratliff for Dikembe Mutombo, and it wasn't necessarily a popular decision at the time. However, I would say looking back on it now, uh, obviously it was the right right trade to make. They did re-sign Dikembe for a couple years. Um, and then I forget where he ended up going after this, but this was like the high point of that Sixers team. And I don't think they would have gotten there without Dikembe. Uh, I do have a future episode of Back to the Future coming up that discusses this team. So be on the lookout for that closer to late spring, early summer. But for now, today was the day they traded Dikembe or traded Theo Ratliff for Dikembe. Um, we will keep, continue to monitor the Flyers. Sixers are back in action tomorrow. Uh, they have big games coming up against Memphis and Boston this week. Uh, shout out to the Philadelphia Giants for their contribution to Negro League Baseball. Go have yourselves a Wednesday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.